أعوذ بالله من الشيطان الرجيم بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين وصلى الله تبارك وتعالى وسلم على سيدنا محمد سيدنا وسندنا وحبيبنا وشفيعنا ومولانا صلى الله عليه وعلى آله وأصحابه وأزواجه وذرياته وأهل بيته ومن تبعهم بإحسان إلى يوم الدين وبعد Praise due to Allah Ta'ala in all circumstances Brothers and sisters, it's not a secret to anybody that we are going through a time of tribulation as Muslims in this country and as Muslims in the world. The bombing of the civilians of Gaza, who now people are starting to say openly, not Muslims, not Palestinian activists, but just regular Americans are starting to see and say openly was from the beginning of the bombardment, from decades of occupation, an open-air concentration camp. Not an open-air prison, but an open-air concentration camp. The likes of which there are none in the world currently to talk about. Now it's being bombed openly, and a number of things have happened in the time since last week. The number of civilian casualties in Gaza have surpassed 4,000. This was in vengeance for 1,400 people killed in a raid that resistance fighters from Gaza made into Israeli territory. I said it last week and I'll say it again. I even received pushback for it and I don't care. That if anyone innocent is killed on either side, we don't stand for it. That being said, we do not in any way, shape, or form, not as Muslims, nor as Americans, nor as human beings, deny occupied people and oppressed people the right to defend themselves and the right to take their land back, nor do we recognize any right for occupiers to defend themselves. If they want to defend themselves, they should have done so in their homes. They should have done so back in America, in New York, in Los Angeles, back in London, in Paris, back in Germany, back in Poland, and the different countries that they came from. They came to somebody else's land and they occupied it by brute force. That's not called self-defense. That's called what? It's called oppression. And it's not something that we accept. However, according to their model and their theory, there's still tajawas that we're at now 4,000 people killed. In retribution for what? For 1,400. And who are those 1,400? Now we're seeing the news is starting to be digested, that the news that came out, 40 supposed beheaded babies, it's a complete fiction. Women being raped and paraded naked through the city and paraded about as trophies, with fighters having the Qur'an in one hand and pushing around women stripped naked in the other. No, no proof whatsoever. Just verbal talking. No proof whatsoever. A week has passed. No one comes on TV and says, I was raped, I was this, I was that. In fact, what do you see? You see survivors from the other side. Saying, fighters came into my house and they treated me and my children with respect. They asked, can I have a banana? And I said, okay, go ahead and eat one. Things like this. What do we see? We see even the rave. What kind of sick people have a rave in front of a concentration camp? You see the rave party goers, it turns out what? That many of them were killed by Israeli fire, indiscriminate Israeli fire that killed them because they started a firefight in the middle of a populated and crowded area with their own people. 
We see what? We see now that all sorts of misinformation was pumped out and it's still continuing to be pumped out. What did we see? We saw on Sunday a six-year-old boy in our own Illinois was brutally murdered by his landlord who's become sick in the head by watching one-sided propaganda that's being pumped out unquestioning, unquestioningly, unquestioningly from our own media and from our own government officials. That child used to play with this landlord apparently as if it's his grandfather. He used to buy him toys and they used to have a loving relationship. In fact, even the incident when this poor child was stabbed, may Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala accept his shahada. He reportedly ran to him out of love, thinking that this old man is going to play with me, and what was he going to do? He stabbed him 26 times. Despite all of that, still, still, the media is saying, oh, rise in anti-Semitic this, rise in anti-Semitic that, rise in anti-Semitic the other thing. Has anybody, has anybody in this room ever gotten up and said, I hate Jews? <laughs> has anyone done that? Have you met a Muslim who does that? That the other Muslims say, this is somebody we accept as one of our own. Absolutely, it, it's not possible, it doesn't exist. Our own Prophet wasallam didn't behave that way. The Khulafa al-Rashidun never behaved that way. Our forefathers never behaved that way. But what is it? The depth and the depravity of the propaganda has gotten to the point where anybody who brings up a legitimate grievance, a legitimate concern, or a matter of fact, you're an anti-Semite, you're a Jew hater. What has that ended up doing? What has it ended up doing? It's charged the atmosphere. In our own DuPage County, forget about the rest of the country. You know, people in New York and in uh, California and in D.C. are telling us now that they feel uh, an atmosphere more repressive currently than they did after 9-11 even. And really the amount of lies that are being put out brazenly, it's actually much worse. In our own DuPage County, think of how many Muslims we have over here. Women are being harassed. Women uh, in hijab are being harassed. Old people are being harassed. Men are being harassed. Lombard, Bridgeview, all of these different places. There are too many uh, incidences to count. This is all what? This is all because this issue of Gaza, this is our issue. If we want to ignore it, it's not going to ignore us. This issue of the Ummah, it's our issue. If we want to ignore it, it's not going to ignore us. We can either sit here and be demonized to the point where we ourselves end up in internment camps. Or we can take a deep breath and ask Allah Ta'ala for His help and say something, say something, push back. Say something, push back. Push back. Push back against the lies. Push back against the propaganda. Push back against the harassment. Every masjid, every masjid should have its own security. This doesn't mean hiring an outside security guard. This means what? Its own security. The believers in the mu'minuna ikhwatun. The believers are none other than brothers, than a fraternity. You don't trust your loved ones to somebody else. You take care of your loved ones yourself. You don't say to a random person, here, I'm going to pay you $15 an hour. Can you stay at home, make sure my wife is safe? This is a lack of ghayrah. This is something that is broken in somebody's mind. The ghayrah for the deen, 
the ghayra for the house of Allah, the ghayra for your Muslims and brothers and sisters should be no less. It's different, but it should be no less in its magnitude. It's a sunnah. Whether something is happening in Gaza or not, it's a sunnah of the Prophet ﷺ that we stand watch over our own gatherings. The Rasul ﷺ said that the eye that stays open in the night and suffers from, from tiredness and sleepiness during the night, watch that eye will not be burned in the fire. You and me, I'm not part of the administration of the masjid. I come on Friday and then I come the next Friday. But this is my nasiha for you and me and for the administration of the masjid who is not separate from us, but we all work together. We make ta'awun al birri wa taqwa. We help one another toward what? Toward piety and God-fearingness. That we have to stand watching this masjid on our own. This country, this state, there is a legal procedure by which a person can get a concealed carry permit. It's not all that difficult to get. You have to take a couple of classes, you have to spend some money. You know what? MashaAllah, we're all good at saving money. I love saving money just like the other person. Some people brag and boast about how much they paid for something. I brag about how cheap I got it. But some things, it's not good to be penny wise and pound foolish. Spend the money, get your concealed carry permit. If you're of even disposition, if you're a person given to anger, you have outbursts, you have a hard time controlling yourself, this advice is not for you. This is for people of even disposition, people who are responsible, people who are in a position to do so. You don't have little kids running around through your, through your stuff. You're going to take care of it properly. If you have any question whether that's you or not, go and ask somebody else. Maybe it's not for you if you have a question. But if you have confidence that you're able to do something like this, the money you spend in order to purchase the arms, the money you spend in order to get the conceal and carry, lawful conceal and carry permit. The money and the time you spend on all of these things, all of it is nafaqa fi sabilillah. You will receive the reward of sadaqah. You will receive the reward of, of, of giving in the path of Allah Ta'ala for that. Don't let it hold you back. Sit in the masajid in different points. Volunteer. The masjid has a Sunday school. Children come to it. You know these types of incidents and these types of people. Why is it that the man went after the grandchild and he didn't go after the father? Why is it he went after the child's mother? and was unsuccessful, but went after the child and was successful. These are all animalistics. We talk about these types of things in the khutbah, right? Talked about how in order to be a human, first you have to be a functional animal. These are all animalistic base types of mindsets. People are not conscious of them. If you watch a you know, documentary, nature documentary, the lion will always go after what? Uh, the weak, the old, the sick, the baby, the one that's separated from the pack. Why? A fully grown lion can probably kill a fully grown healthy wildebeest. But why would it do so? If it tries, what's going to happen? It might get kicked in the ribs. It's not going to have two weeks in the hospital and medical insurance. It's not worth it to mess with somebody that can do something back to you. Always, always the predatory mindset will prefer the one who is what? Sick, weak, and easy. Easy to kill, easy to take out. This masjid, we have children that go to Sunday school. My own children go to it. We have children that read maktab. These things we should know, even if you don't have any children, those children are your children. Come, just sit, keep your eyes open, sit, stand, watch. This place, other places, wherever we have events, we should have our own people doing security. 
This is 100% legal and lawful, and this is something that the deen tells us, and the deen commands us that we have to do. Coming back to the issue in Gaza. Coming back from, on Monday, the janazah of this six-year-old boy. I heard the news, what? That the occupation bombed the Ahli, Muhammadani Masjid, uh, uh, Mustashfa, the hospital, the Baptist, Anglican Baptist Hospital, the only Christian hospital in all of Gaza. It was founded in the late 1800s. That they bombed it and something like at least 470 people, 470 people were killed. Most of the people who were there taking refuge in that hospital were what? Were people whose houses were already bombed out in the first place. Many of the people who were killed were children. They're like backpacks strewn about because the bomb hit the courtyard. It was a high impact explosion. It blew out the windows for the buildings all around. The IDF, the Israeli Defense Forces, so-called the Occupation Army, boasted and actually mocked the people of that, that were victims and casualties in that hospital and said, you guys were going to die anyway, at least we gave you a merciful uh, euthanization. As if you're putting down a dog or an animal. They had been calling for three days beforehand, telling them, evacuate the hospital, we're going to bomb it. You tell me, when you have two million people in a 25 mile long strip of land, and you tell one million people to go to the southern half, what is it? Concentration camp becomes double as concentrated, and there's no fuel, there's no electricity, there's no water, there's no food, there's no medicine. How are you going to move sick people from one place to another? The roads are bombed. How are you going to move healthy people from one place to another? It's all a complete and cruel and twisted joke. Brothers and sisters, even though all of it is a spectacle of cruelty, even before two weeks ago it was all a spectacle of cruelty, for whatever reason, bombing a Christian hospital made people's to-do list. It was a Christian hospital. We as Muslims are offended. You, you guys want to go after us? Why in the world would you go after them? It doesn't make any sense anymore. You're drunk with your own violent visions. You're drunk with your own bloodlust. You drank the blood of the people for so long, you've become intoxicated now, that you just kill for the sake of killing. There's no rhyme or reason to it anymore. What happened? The president of our own country, as a matter of fact, Joseph Biden, he planned a visit, which he actually did. He went into the middle of a war zone on Wednesday in order to show war criminals in the middle of their war crime that we stand with you, we're always going to stand with you. Which is what? It's complicity in war crime, isn't it? And the thing is this, they say, well, you know, he whispered in people's ears afterward that, you know, maybe you guys should, like, think about international law. No. When you write a person a blank check, and then the person does whatever they want, they did exactly, exactly 100% what you told them to do. Because what? The disposition of all human beings, good and bad, is what? You only do what you, they only do what you incentivize them to do. This is why the Qur'an is replete with what promises, this is the reward of that, this is the punishment of that, this is the reward of that, this, that's the punishment of that. 
Is there anything in the house, Ya Aisha? Yes, there's the entire lamb is there except for the one uh, uh, leg of it that, that we gave to a beggar. And the Rasul Sallallahu said, no, that's the only part of it that's left. The rest of it is all going to perish. What is it? It's explaining the benefit of having given the charity, right? No, Because nobody does anything except for what you incentivize them to do. We told them there's absolutely no deterrent whatsoever. Kill whoever you want. Maybe think about not killing people, but you know, really there's no deterrent whatsoever. This bombing of this hospital so disgusted the people in this country, so disgusted the people around the world, Muslim or non-Muslim, that the foreign minister of Jordan, the foreign minister of a number of neighboring Arab countries, all of which are high dollar amount receiving countries of American international aid. And that aid isn't because, because you know the American government likes them. It's what all, because Israel is a very unpopular child in the block. And so America has to pay everybody to be their friend. But despite the fact that their economies could you know, literally suffer for this, they all refuse to meet with the American president. Not the foreign minister, with the American president. This is complete embarrassment to us as Muslims, and it's a complete embarrassment to us as Americans. It should be an embarrassment to us as Americans, even for the one who supports Israel. It's a complete diplomatic failure. Why? Because the people he wrote a blank check to for humanitarian catastrophe, for bloodletting without consequence, they now embarrassed him so badly and they put a stain on the face of America that's so ugly that people don't even want to meet with the president anymore. Mahmoud Abbas, the Palestinian Authority, he refused to meet with the president. This is a problem. This is a problem for us as Americans. This is a problem for every single American, whatever your political beliefs are. This is going to make it unsafe. This is going to make it economically unviable, diplomatically unviable for us to be Americans in the world. Forget about any moral questions. Then he had the gall to fly back and just yesterday, just yesterday, get on TV in front of everybody and ask for $100 billion dollars. 100 what? Billion dollars in order to fund this war and the other wars he's prosecuting around the world. I tell you as a Muslim, to fund wars that are nonsense wars. That are between two hostile parties that have nothing to do with us. As Muslims and as Americans. To fund the war of or what's called a war euphemistically and is really just the spectacle of bombing innocent civilians in their own home. I can tell you Islam teaches this is 100% categorically impermissible and one of the most gross sins a person can commit. A man, rather than have one drop of innocent blood on his hands, we wish he could have just gone back into this world and done drugs and drank alcohol and committed zina. Because it would have been much lighter in front of the Lord than spilling the blood of children and the sick people, of elders, than destroying residential buildings, entire apartment blocks than the bizarre spectacle of cruelty that unfolded in front of us. And on top of all of that, despite several repeated acknowledgements and gloating over destroying that hospital, all of a sudden, even though our own government is too unresponsive to realize what happened, or they realize and they still are taking it on the chin, the Israelis themselves said, you know what, we didn't, uh, we didn't bomb, we didn't hit that hospital. Uh, it must have been a, a rocket from a militant group. Hey, the rockets from the militant groups are what? They're basically water pipes stuffed with, with propellant. 
their fancy overdone fireworks. But, okay, no problem. You tell me something. Why would you have admitted you did it in the first place? The President of the United States, he completely bought, without examining any evidence, he bought the story of the uh, IDF, the change, the several time change story. And they ridiculous, oh look, we caught, intercepted a, uh, a, 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 a dialogue between two militants in which they admitted and they put it up on the internet. The two people speaking in that audio clip are obviously Egyptians. They don't even speak with the lahja of the people of Gaza. You're about to tell me what? That your, pre- your omniscient Israeli intelligence that completely missed any sign that the largest attack in the history of Israel is about to happen. But now all of a sudden you hear everything as if you're some kind of God? This is ridiculous. Only a fool would believe something like this. If you don't believe me, go watch. Al Jazeera did a very detailed analysis and it showed that there is no other possibility what the, except for that this is a... An Israeli, uh, an Israeli attack on this hospital. But even if you didn't see it, you don't believe you don't believe Al Jazeera. You tell me, you remember we talked about this in this very masjid, the assassination of Shirin Abu Aqila, Palestinian Christian woman with American citizenship, who the Israeli shot. Don't you remember for an entire week the IDF was putting up videos saying, oh look, see this is a video of a Palestinian militant shot her. Absolutely, video had absolutely nothing to do with her. But they claimed it. They claimed it for about a week until the fact checking got to such a ridiculous point. This okay, yeah, maybe maybe we, we shot. Of course, you shot her. You did it, and you did it on purpose. Everybody knows. Brothers and sisters, all of this, the entire world is watching, and now we're having a request for a hundred billion dollars, a hundred billion dollars, in order to fund this. I'm telling you, it's haram to fund an unnecessary and useless war. You're in a unique position to help your own countrymen. You're in a unique, unique position to help the people of Gaza. Raise your voice and say, this is stupid, this is ridiculous, not on our dime. The national debt in this country is what? It comes out to over $100,000 per person. If you divide it over the number of taxpayers, it comes out to And now we have this $100 billion on top of an, uh, an existing multi-trillion dollar deficit. You want to borrow money on interest in order to pay for what? The bloodletting of innocent people abroad? This is ridiculous. People need to knock it off. Whatever their, their views are about Israel and Palestine, it's a very easy sell to tell them to knock it off. We don't have a speaker in the house. Why? Because they don't want to fund another war. Our president asked for this budget. The house doesn't even have a speaker right now. It's all drunkenness. They've drank their own, their own Kool-Aid. They've drank their own Kool-Aid. The silliness, the nonsensicalness, the fact that the pieces of the puzzles don't add up. When you put it on news, it's something entertaining for them. But when you actually have to pay it and execute it in real life, there's no money to pay for any of these things. This is all nonsense. It's hurting us. It's going to hurt us as Americans. It's hurting us as Muslims. It's hurting the people of Gaza. All of it needs to stop. This is a critical time. All of us, talk to whoever you need to talk to. And you know what? If you're afraid you're going to get fired from your job at work, don't put up a post on Facebook. Don't put up a post on Twitter. Don't put it on your LinkedIn. Don't write a letter to your boss if you know that your boss is just going to use the list in order to fire you and get you blacklisted from your profession. Don't. At least talk to people, human to human, human to human. Talk to people. Why? Because people in this country think about the events that have happened in this country in the last just three, four years. 
They know how clear and how plain it is that the news lies to people through their teeth. They start to trust one another more than they trust authority. Talk to people, keep your voice going, keep talking about it, keep this thing in the news. Don't overstate your case. Out of the 20 things you want to say, pick the one or two or three things that are the most easy to prove objectively, that there's no argument about and hammer those. Once people realize they've been lied to about two or, two or three things, they'll realize all the other lies on their own. They don't need you to explain it to them afterward. Keep the pressure on, Allah Ta'ala says in his book. He says, Ya ayyuhalladheena amanu, isbiru wa sabiru wa rabitu, wa taqullaha la'allakum tiflihun. Be patient, O people of belief, O people of Iman, who claim Iman. Be patient and enjoin one another to patience. Don't say, I'm tired of this, I'm sick of this, why won't this go away? I'm trying to pay off my mortgage. Don't say that. Be patient and enjoin one another to patience. When you see your brother is about to buckle, when you see me, I'm about to buckle. Say, be patient. Enjoin me also to patience. Stand firm. Stand firm. The Quran doesn't ever command anyone to run away. What does it command? It says, commands to stand firm. Lola If it wasn't for some people, Allah Ta'ala pushing some people back through other people, the entire earth would be filled with mischief. Literally the defense of Allah Ta'ala of some people through others, the entire earth would have been filled with mischief. لَوْلَا دِفَاعُ اللَّهِ النَّاسَ بَعْضُهُمْ لِبَعْضُ لَهُدِّمَتْ صَوَامِعْ وَبِيَعٌ وَصَلَوَاتٌ وَمَسَاجِدٌ يُذْكَرُ فِيهَا اسْمُ اللَّهِ وَصَلَوَاتٌ كَثِيرٌ وَمَسَاجِدٌ يُذْكَرُ فِيهَا اسْمُ اللَّهِ وَمَنْ Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, if it wasn't for Allah ta'ala using some people to defend others, to push others back, you would have seen that the monasteries have been, would have been destroyed, the churches would have been destroyed, the synagogues would have been destroyed. The masajid in which Allah ta'ala's name is taken in plenty, plentiful amount, you would have thought that they would have been destroyed. And whoever comes to the aid of the cause of Allah Ta'ala, Allah Ta'ala will come to that person's aid. Indeed Allah Ta'ala is powerful, He's mighty. Brothers and sisters, this is not a time to run away. Yes, don't take on a task that's bigger than what you can fulfill. But whatever you can do it, keep doing it. Stand firm. Keep pushing back. Keep pushing back. Batil looks like it's so amazing and so huge. It's all a phantasm. The numbers don't work out. There's no future in it. Just have some patience. Just enjoin one another to patience. Those of our brothers and sisters who don't want to hear this, with kindness and with love, end your disputes with them and enjoin them to have patience. Those who don't want to come to the masjid, end your disputes with them. Tell them to come. Enjoin them to have patience. Brothers and sisters, you don't have to do a whole lot. You should just do something. Why? Because this thing, if people don't push back, then they're complicit. It's not going to say if they don't push back, then we're not going to win. Allah Ta'ala always wins. But if you don't push back, if you're complacent, you'll be written with what? You'll be written with the mufsideen, with the people of mischief. And our only hope and our only dream, when all is said and done, when we die in our homes and our cars that we paid off and our nice clothes and the food that we eat and the vacations that we took are all over.
The only desire we have is that what? Allah Ta'ala loves us and accepts us. That we should come to Him, He should be pleased with us. Allah Ta'ala is pleased with sinners. Allah Ta'ala is not pleased with treacherous people. Allah Ta'ala is not pleased with sellouts. Allah Ta'ala is not pleased with those people who love murder and destruction and mischief and mayhem. If you are a sinner, you can repent. Allah will accept you. Even if you don't, He might forgive your sins anyway. But there's no place on the Day of Judgment for the love of Allah Ta'ala for somebody who would cast their lot with the treacherous and cast their lot with oppressors and cast their lot with those who spill the blood of children and women. There's no place for such a person. It's never too late to repent and never too late to change. It's never too late to have your name written, even if it's at the bottom of the list, to be written in the list of the people who push back. May Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala give all of us tawfiq. Wa sallallahu ta'ala wa ta'ala wa sallam ala Sayyidina Muhammad wa ala alihi wa sahbihi ajma.